Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Hey, hey, what's up, Cowboys Nation? Welcome to another edition of Cowboys Roundup, brought to you by SB Nation's Blog and the Boys, where every day we bring you the latest and greatest Cowboys news and updates. My name is Dan Rogers. You may know me as Danny Phantom over at Blog and the Boys or on Twitter at DannyPhantom24. Today is Tuesday, December 28th, 2021. We hope your day is going well. We hope you had a nice Christmas. We hope you've enjoyed time with your family. You stayed safe. We hope you got some nice cowboy swag. I know our Dallas Cowboys delivered a belated Christmas gift with a 56-14th trouncing over the Washington football team. I Honestly, I cannot remember a game that brought me this much satisfaction in all of my time watching football. Maybe Super Bowl 27 when the Cowboys trounced the Bills and they were reeling off points like that. I mean, that that was nice. I was obviously on the big stage. and um, But this game had so much to offer on offense, on defense, on special teams. I mean, it was just fantastically played football game across the board. When is the last time that you have felt this good about a Cowboys football team? I mean, honestly, I mean, 2016 was great, you know, 13-3, and three, number one seed in the NFC, but did you feel like the defense was as awesome as they are right now? I'm, for me, you really have to go back a ways to, to feel this good. Of course, the big reason for that is the play of this Cowboys defense. They continue game after game to just play tremendous. I mean... It's just, it's it's really hard to imagine this group of guys playing at this level. I don't think any of us could have imagined that it would go this well. I mean, we all had expectations and we we all knew that they had potential, but to, for all for these guys to play playing this well, it, it's simply amazing. You know, they had another two takeaways. Uh, Trevon Diggs opens the game, first defensive possession with an interception. I mean... He has 11 on the year, which is, I mean, I can't even really, I don't even have words to express that, honestly. So Everson Walls, you may or may not know, is, is one of my first ever favorite Cowboys. And, you know, he's the reason that the 24 is behind the Danny Phantom 24. But when he had 11 picks back in his rookie season, I honestly thought that was just, that no one's ever touching that. And when Diggs went on his little streak, you know, earlier part of the year, it's, you know, and people were talking about it, saying, you know, it's even then it's just seemed like, you know, just no, no way that something like that could happen. Here we are. He did it in game number 15. He caught Everson Walls. I can't even believe he has two games left in the season to, to pass Walls for the Cowboys franchise record. And, you know, he even has a shot at the NFL record, which is uh, 14 uh, by Night Train Lane. So, I mean, honestly, that just, it's amazing the, the way the way Trevon Diggs is playing. Such a tremendous player. And 
and then speaking of tremendous players, uh, the, that Demarcus Lawrence guy has just been nothing but tearing it up since he's come back uh, from injury. And, you know, he got in on the action with a nice uh, interception of his own that he took to the house, which was one of the more fantastic runbacks I've seen by a defensive lineman. It, it was incredible. The guy just looked like he knows what he's supposed to do. It was, it was a great play by Lawrence. The whole defense, they were fantastic. Of course, um, you know, Mike Parsons had another sack. I mean, that guy just completely destroys opposing offense. If you watch the tape and you, you know, and I do, I, I focus on Micah and I just watch him. And I mean, you can see the, the, the whole t- opposing offense is just worried about him. You know, it creates so many opportunities for other, for other players. And honestly, I mean, Micah Parsons isn't racking up the stat. I mean, he is, you know, he has 13 sacks. He still has a shot to break the rookie record, which is 14 and a half. Uh, but he just completely just destroys opposing offenses. And you can just see how much of effect he has on the game. It was just fantastic. Another fantastic game for Micah. The Cowboys secondary were without Jordan Lewis, but they didn't miss him. Um, Anthony Brown got to go back to his original spot in the slot. People, you know, they, they talked about Brown's versatility, you know, how he can slide in there, but that is his, that is his comfortable position. I mean, he was really good in the slot for a couple seasons. Um, people forget about that. And of course he's been moved to the outside, which isn't his strong suit, but he's been playing solid there, but now he's at the back of the slot and he was, he was great. Uh, but the rookie Kelvin Joseph had a solid game. He got to see some good, some good snaps. So that was promising to see. Happy for the rookie. Um, but you know, probably a more comforting feeling was the return of the Cowboys offense. The offense was remarkable on Sunday. You know, they scored six touchdowns, and all six of those drives were drives that started in their own territory. Which just so happens to be more than what they have done over the previous five games. I mean, that really speaks to just how well the Cowboys offense just completely drove down the field at will, it seemed like, and they were able to do things they haven't been able to do for the better part of a month. And it was really nice to see. Uh, it makes us feel better about the play of the offense. I mean, Dak Prescott looks sensational. You know, he had Nice mobility. You saw him step up in the pocket. You saw him take off running. You know, he's very smart about uh, when he did that, but he looked very confident, not only with uh, his runs, but also in his throws, the way he, he was able to step in and, and launch the ball downfield. I mean, he, he made some nice tight window throws and some passes that he hasn't been throwing a lot of in recent games, and you can see him just, like, take some shots. Um, you know, the Cowboys played an up-tempo style of offense, uh, a lot of different emotions. They, uh, the play calling was fantastic. Uh, a lot of different things they were doing, moving around. We saw Terrence Steele catch a touchdown pass, seeing the creativity of Kellen Moore. I even loved the third down and 16 lateral play that, that Amari Cooper mishandled. I thought that was a great play design, a great idea. I mean, third and 16, you know, usually you're not covering those. So it was nice to see the Cowboys actually had a play in mind where they had a shot to convert. You know, I've been curious to see 
how that would have looked if uh, Cooper would have handled that better. But the offensive line did a good job. Uh, some of the run stunts were was just great execution. A lot of movement with those guys. Lyle Collins seems to get better with every game. Very impressed with his play. I mean, he's looking like like every bit of the Lyle that we saw a couple years ago. So, you know, a really nice game from the Cowboys offensive line. And the special teams. The special teams, I mean, another blocked punt. I mean, like, just when you think the game couldn't get any better, Corey Clement sneaks in there and just with an amazing play. If you look at that, it's like just reaches in there and just swats at it. It's just uh, just a fantastic play. Blocked the punt and the rookie, Chauncey Golston, was able, just able there to have that gift touchdown. Uh, it's the third blocked punt of the year for the Cowboys, which is more blocked punts than they've had over the previous 18 years. I mean, it just goes, I mean, block punts do not happen very often for the Cowboys. But they have three this year. So, I mean, make no bones about it. John Fossil is doing a fantastic job. I mean, the special teams for Dallas is, is great. I mean, Brent Anger, Pro Bowl punter. Brent Anger continues to launch punts. Uh, even Greg Zerline was 8 for 8 for extra points. He he didn't miss an extra point. That's nice. To I mean, you know, he's never made 8 extra points in a game. So that's just a little fun fact. I mean... But it was just a fantastic game by the offense. I loved the the aggressiveness of the Cowboys' offense. I mean, they were really in attack mode. You know, two scores late in, in the first half, and they were just constantly going after it. I mean, Mike McCarthy, I mean, he he seemed like he had, I mean, he was wanted to put just bury Washington. It was just, I mean, he was challenging plays that, I mean, he wanted all the points. So, you know, it was really great to see. Very, very pleased with the Cowboys and how they played. Monday was not a good, great day for uh, NFL players. A record 106 NFL players went on the COVID list on Monday. The Cowboys had three of them. Avante Collins, offensive tackle, and uh, wide receiver Brandon Smith, both on the practice squad. They were two of them. And more notable is linebacker Francis Bernard. Uh, they will all go on the COVID reserve. Bernard, you may know, he exited the game with a groin injury, too. Uh, Bernard... Primarily as a special teams player. He doesn't play much on defense. He did play uh, like nine snaps in the Atlanta game. And we probably would have seen him play more in this one as well had he not left the game with a groin injury. So we will monitor that. Tight end Blake Jarwin is doing well. McCarthy said that he is getting close. No real details on on Jarwin. He did say that uh, Tyron Smith continues to improve. The uh, Stephen Jones said on 105.3 The Fan that he expects him to be ready for Sunday's game against Arizona. But we'll stay tuned to see how that goes. Uh, me personally, I would be in no rush to get him back there. I think Terrence Still is doing a really good job. The, the whole offensive line is doing a really good job. They're playing you know, at a, at a strong level right now. The whole team is just playing fantastic. I mean, we had three new touchdown scores with Demarcus Lawrence, and we had Terrence Steele, and then Chauncey Golston. So that's 19 different players have scored a touchdown this year, which is a franchise record. Uh, Mike McCarthy uh, met with the media on Monday, and he was asked about what it says about his group that 19 different players have scored a touchdown. Let's listen in on what the coach had to say. I think it speaks volumes to to, to our ability to make plays. I mean, big play. Potential is is definitely throughout our football team. I mean, you recognize that early, uh, just just for the you know 
the, the diversity in our talent, uh, you know, the way it's spread out. So, and I think it's like anything; it's a, it's really also a byproduct of how we want to play and how we train. Um, you know, we spend an extraordinary amount of time on handling the football, and we have guys that can make big plays, uh, getting the football in their hands, whether it's our defense or if it's our offense. And I think it's definitely part of our identity. Oh. Yeah, most definitely it does does show just, you know, how great these guys have been playing and it makes you wonder like will there be a twentieth? Do you have any thoughts on maybe who that could be? But that's it for our updates today. Make sure to check out all the great podcasts throughout the entire week. Every day we got something new for you. Later today we'll have the seven five oh with Tony Casillas and RJ Ochoa, as well as the BTB roundtable where we hash out all the great talking points Sunday's game, so keep your eyes out for those two. But that's all we have for today. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hope you have the best day ever. Stay safe, stay happy, stay true to the silver and blue. We will catch you. Later.